0: Welcome to the Pugilist podcast presented by Hack Daniels Media, hosted by Mark Hack Daniels and Robert Meyer. We're bringing you all the fight action you can imagine. Everything you see, we see, we're bringing you commentary. Whether it be UFC, 1FC, PFL, Bellator, doesn't matter. If they're fighting, we're watching, we're talking about it. Thanks for sticking with us. Enjoy our episodes. All right, another, uh, another weekend, UFC Fight Night Apex card in the books um i don't know dude judging
1: your boy tj one, huh
0: oh. how about that no i'm not okay with that <laughs> judging dude judging judging judging
1: how'd Where, you s- how'd you score that fight do you, i don't know dude so re-
0: i thought i thought it was Corey three to two personally but you know Corey took ownership on it like i love his attitude it just sucks
1: so i i watched the fight uh today a few hours ago
0: so you're fresh you're like super fresh
1: yeah i mean but i have shit memory so i mean we'll see how much I actually retained um i had Corey winning rounds uh two four and five
0: i'm with i you thought that.
1: He, i thought that um the first one was a toss-up and it but I, I, but I leaned towards TJ. The second round was when Corey fucked TJ up and mm-hmm. opened him up with all those cuts. Uh, third round, I thought was all TJ, um, just with this control. And I think there was some. He got a, he got a, a pretty good takedown, and I think he took Corey's back and he was kind of beating him up with uh, with leg kicks, with, which Corey wasn't checking at all. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think the fourth and fifth round, I think Corey was just um, he was landing more effective strikes, and yeah, like TJ you know, had a lot of cage control and, and he was pushing Corey up against the cage, but he wasn't really doing anything with it. Um, right. So, you know, I mean, there are close rounds, but you know, those, those last two, I, I think Corey, um, I think Corey did enough and probably should have got the win. But, yeah. I think, you know, I think, I know, I
0: think it got robbed, man, personally.
1: I wouldn't call it a robbery. You know, I mean, it was a close fight. Um, and TJ was in there and TJ, you know, even in the fifth round, TJ, you know, landed some some real good shots, and those fucking leg kicks, man, he was hitting Corey with. That those were, those were solid leg kicks. But like, Corey was mixing stuff up, like landing some pretty good body shots to like the you know the the right side of of TJ's body. He hit those like over and over um, when he actually started throwing them. I think the big thing with Corey, like, he needs to stop throwing that flashy shit, and he just needs to mm-hmm. like stick with his tight boxing because when he threw that spinning back kick. I mean, TJ got him, you know, took us back and, and got him down, you know? Right. And I know he's had success, you know, throwing that, you know, he knocked out Marlon Murray's with that. Um, but, yeah, but, you know, if I were Corey, not, man.
0: They're not TJ Dillashaw, you know? So.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I guess if I was Corey, like the flashiest I would probably get were like the flying knees, which he's really fucking good with, you know?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I think for whatever reason, the flying knee sort of just like suits him because he's big and, long you know yeah. tall. um yeah i mean but honestly it's just a little hitch in Sand San to get up personally i think it'll be just fine but it's just it's frustrating yeah, this... when uh, i just the judging overall on this event was pretty sketch personally
1: what were some of the other uh are you talking but, about the macy barber yeah That's i don't right. i don't
0: really think um you know i'd have to go back and and watch it again which I haven't had time for, but I don't think Macy did enough to get a decision over Maverick. Yeah. But Maverick's not necessarily a prolific finisher either, man. So, you know, they always say, don't leave it to the judges, dude. And I, I believe that wholeheartedly, but I ha- I just hate seeing fighters lose questionable decisions. You know, personally, the the Maverick barber fight, I thought, the thought, is potentially closer than like i thought sandhagen pretty clearly won that fight three to two there, yeah. but you know the i thought maverick had it two to one for sure over barber but again i'd you know I'd, I'd have to go back and watch it again without any distractions or something i guess but yeah i don't know dude just just don't dig mma judging man at all
1: yeah, if, you know, I don't know what, how they fucking fix that. You know, I mean, each judge is going to see a fight differently. Um But you know, I think the big thing with MMA judging is bringing well, you know, in people that understand know, I, the sport.
0: Yeah, I forgot about the Kyler Phillips fight, dude. I thought he, I thought he beat Paiva as well. Paiva, I feel like had a phenomenal third round, if I remember correctly, and and sort of, I feel like. Sometimes the fighter who has, if it's a questionable fight, the fighter who has the best third round, like, seems to get it, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I
0: think that's pretty accurate. This is part of the sport, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, you know, and, you know, you hear Dana all the time talking about, you know, don't leave it to the hands of judges, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I've said it before on the podcast, like, I think fighters should feel comfortable going the distance you know i know everybody wants to see a finish and finishes are more exciting and whatnot but you know when you're fighting at a super high level like the probability of you going the distance is pretty high um and, and, you know and i think they should yeah. comfortably be able to to go five rounds or three rounds and and know that at the end like the the guy who should have won the fight is going to actually get the win. yeah i
0: mean you got to wonder what it does to a fighter psyche if they're can't trust judging like sort of as a community you know it's it's a draw you don't know who your judges are uh, for obvious reasons like so it's kind of shitty yeah yeah i don't know man it's been part of the sport for a long time and i know they're working on trying to make it but make it better but it's annoying
1: but going back to what you said about Corey, like he's what like 29 years old or something like that like he's got you know assuming his body's you know he stays healthy and he still has Mm -hmm. the drive to fight. Like he has a really long fucking career. Whereas TJ, you know, he's 35, you know, I mean, he's probably not going to be competing for too much longer. Um, So, yeah, I don't think this is, you know, it, it was a good experience for Corey. You know, he won five runs with a former champion, you know,
0: I would say it was pretty interesting though, that Dillashaw, he still looked like good in shape fast, you know, I don't yeah. think his footwork was necessarily as crisp as maybe we'd seen in a couple of years, but after two years, you got to think uh, footwork wouldn't totally be on point, but yeah, I mean, I was surprised at how good he looked and I, I got to give the guy some credit because he fucking blew his knee out and was all cut up and still hung in there. So um,
1: yeah, he got pretty fucked up in that fight. Well, and I thought
0: I, I was watching the fight thinking to myself, like he's going to get a lot of his fans back. You know, anyone who was on the fence yeah. about Dillashaw, like he I'm sure he earned. A lot of his fans back and you know i think he quoted himself well so
1: i think it's good you know I'm, I'm happy to see him back I, I hope he uh stays clean and uh yeah I, I i really like uh comeback stories and uh tales of resurgence you know and to see vindication you know i you know I, it's I just like
0: different it. when they're on drugs for me as well i get what you're saying totally <laughs> yeah what you're saying, but i don't know dude i mean
1: you should yeah. watch a documentary that that guy on youtube did about tj like did you did you check that one out talking about like the reason for doing what he did
0: no dude it's gonna take me a while to get over that hump i think i'll, I'll yeah i'll watch it at some point yeah just kind of run through the rest of this card though here your boy highness caught a tko ko or whatever
1: yeah dude he got he got fucked up
0: he got cleaned out pretty good mickey gall striking apparently is a thing now um I don't I don't know what he's gonna be able to do with it, but um well, I know what he did with it. He used it to submit the guy quicker, I think. Yeah. So you know, he, he looks different. Um
1: I don't remember Aaron Elkins, huge comeback.
0: Yeah, dude. That guy was getting
1: his he, fucking he, ass beat again, which is like a fucking common theme with him
0: you kind of called that one spot on and then Sinjara eubanks looked fucking great too man yeah man she looked nasty
1: she blitzed that shit quick but she needed that win big time
0: yeah for sure but also like it looks you know there were no questions about her weight i don't think she struggled at all i think she's made the changes she needed to make um and i think she's going to be a massive uh addition to the like if she can stay a flyweight i think she's going to be a massive addition to that weight class it's you know she could she she could wreck some people for sure
1: yeah she looked real scary
0: and she always had that potential man i think you know it's just weight for the women i think is an issue you know
1: yeah and she had some i mean there were some pretty like well documented like Issues with her failing to make weight like she had some I think some medical issues right that prevented she's, her from doing that.
0: I think she's hurt herself a couple times because she was doing you know I don't know if she knew how to cut the weight. Yeah would just wasn't. Um, dieting down enough you know and then doing yeah. st- to cut weight which you know clearly can damage you so I think it was some stuff like that but it looks like she's going to be able to stay at flyweight. I mean, it's
1: pretty crazy that Sajara was supposed to fight for the vacant flyweight title following tough. You know, she went undefeated on tough. Mm-hmm. And she was going to get a title shot. And then, I don't know, something, something went, went bad with her kidneys or something like that when she was cutting weight, I think.
0: Well, yeah. So this kind of pushes us over to the next, the, the upcoming card. Um, Nico Montano, like the inaugural flyweight champ had weight cutting issues and shit too and i don't remember i don't know when we saw her last but she's fighting i was surprised to see her i, I feel like we haven't seen her for a while
1: she hasn't fought in over two years july 13, very, 2019 so
0: she had some issues i don't know and then it, i don't know if it then became a legal thing but i mean um yeah but she's up to bantamweight so she was a flyweight yeah uh so that'll be and then Wu yanan is you know, some of these Chinese fighters are no joke, dude. So that could be an interesting fight because Nico just hangs in there and bangs, man. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't. Uh, she doesn't seem to be the type of girl who backs down.
1: No, I, I I forget what the issue was with her getting stripped. Was she just refusing to fight somebody?
0: Uh, I think, yeah. I don't know if she was injured, um, but she definitely got stripped. And it, you know, I don't know how long it was going to take, but I mean, I'm sure it coincided with Valentina declaring that she was going to come down, you know? Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I think she's a pretty clear choice to have as a champion. So
1: I didn't realize Nico uh, popped, was popped by USADA too. Was she for what? Uh, something hard. Osterin. Osterin. It's a selective androgen receptor. What does that do? Uh, treats uh, conditions such as muscle wasting and osteoporosis. That's interesting. Yeah, she, she had a six month suspension.
0: It almost sounds like a Tim Sylvia situation. Or, or he, he
1: took Rhodes because he wanted to look jacked. He did? Yeah, I thought that's it... why.
0: Okay, or I'm sorry, maybe, maybe more like a Stefan Bonner. He, he claimed he was taking drugs to heal. To uh, help his elbow or some shit, right?
1: Yeah, it almost I don't sounds know. like
0: that's what Nico was doing. But if she's talking drug, like drug cheat's a drug cheat, man. Yeah, but I, I wanted to like her a lot.
1: And yeah, she was super likable on, on the Ultimate Fighter. Well, she's you just know.
0: quiet. She was a complete underdog, and she went in there and just started banging people around. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, collectively though, there's not there's not a whole lot going for this car, to be honest. There's a lot of young and up and comers, so. But it could make for some really exciting fights, as we've said in the past. And dude, I'm actually surprised Ashley Yoder is on this prelim card, and there isn't a number next to her name anymore. She's coming uh, off a loss, but she was. Oh no, I'm 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 uh I'm sorry, I'm confusing her with Caitlin Chikagian. <clears throat> Chikagian is like the number two strawweight or something
1: <clears throat> dude how about fucking ronnie yaya fighting on this this weekend's card that dude's been fighting forever he's been fighting professionally since like the early 2000s
0: yeah i think uh i think his card. i think his fight either got dropped or pushed over or he got a new opponent maybe I, I don't know i thought we were supposed to see him a card or two ago but yeah, that that guy has been around forever, dude.
1: dude yeah, Can you pull like him up? In the
0: yeah, pull him up and see where how far back he goes.
1: Uh, his uh, pro debut was uh, September fourteenth, two thousand two. Holy shit! Yeah, man. This guy fought in fucking K one Heroes over in Japan. Like W C fought on a Dynamite card. He's been in the UFC since twenty eleven.
0: That's that's, <laughs> dude. A decade in the UFC is a long time.
1: Dude, I didn't realize he had fought this year. I didn't. He fought in March. Really? One with uh, an arm triangle choke. Yeah. You never fucking hear anything about him anymore. I remember in the WC, man, he was kind of like a a staple, you know, of that yeah. of that organization. Considering his his ground game.
0: Like, I mean, I feel like he's definitely one of the founding like bantam weight or smaller weight fighters. At least that made it that popularized it in the in the States, you know, because we were you know the States it was hundred and fifty five and up forever.
1: Yeah, and in WC he was finishing a lot of dudes. Like he choked out a lot of guys. Yeah, it's funny to see him back on. He's fucking thirty six years old and still still doing it.
0: Yeah, dude, I'm looking I mean, I'm looking over the main card, I'm not seeing a ton of recognizable names.
1: Brian Barberina uh is is kicking off the main card his his nickname used to be dad bod i think he yeah now he's bam bam um that dude he's 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 a good fighter to have opening up that uh that event um
0: see so when i look over these cards without like pulling up the records or you know i know you you tend to research a lot more than i do um i love that i like i'm gonna get to see what these guys offer without really having too much knowledge behind them, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like I have no expectations for a lot yeah. of these people and I, sometimes I enjoy that. So we've been talking like a lot about how we've had, like, we were just like, dude, it was just like a embarrassment of riches there for a while. We were just getting overwhelmed with all these incredible fight cards. Now we're just finally seeing some of these newbies, if you will. Or guys that are just kind of trying to figure out where they're at in this whole thing. I like it.
1: Yeah, uh, main event's really good, I think.
0: Yeah, dude. I, all right, what's your? You are i like, a big your, Hall
1: fan. No.
0: I mean, I think he does some crazy shit, and he's obviously a great fighter. But I don't know, man. He's he's got one of the most devastating tough knockouts, probably ever.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Like no question. I mean. But what I mean, I don't feel like he's really done a whole lot in the UFC after that, has he?
1: Well, he's—I mean—he's been, he's been super inconsistent. Spotty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes he uh, he shows up, sometimes he doesn't. I I th- I think he's uh, been quick to admit he's kind of a head case. Um, kind of gets lost in thought, and he can psych himself out, you know, which leads to a shit performance. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, I thought that his last fight with Anderson Silva was kind of weird. I mean, he's had some pretty... uh, I mean, he's spinning back kick, KO'd Gegard Mousasi, you know, when Gegard was surging in the UFC, you know. It was a huge huge win for him, and he has all all the fucking tools. I just, you know, I don't know why why he doesn't fucking pull the trigger. Um, You know, the last fight with Weidman was was weird because it ended with a leg injury, the... The Anderson Silva fight was kind of strange too, you know, up until the finish there. Uh, I don't know. Sean
0: Strickland's kind of a fighter that a lot of people can get behind, though, I feel like, isn't he?
1: I feel like a lot of people are weirded out by Sean Strickland. Looks
0: like he's moving up.
1: He's been fighting at uh, middleweight for the last couple fights, I think.
0: Okay, they still have him listed on the UFC webpage at 170.
1: Yeah, he, I think last year he, he returned back to middleweight and he's won his last, I don't know, four fights. He doesn't, he doesn't really have like.
0: Why are you saying people are weirded out by
1: him? I don't know. He does, he doesn't really show a whole lot of personality. Um, hmm. so I think people are just kind of like, you know, what's this guy's deal? Um, But in in the last, I thought the last fight he had with Christoph Jocko was super fucking strange because he had his hands like super low and he just like walked, kind of stalked the dude down, like kind of like a Terminator, like no personality. I mean, like he won and he looked good, I thought, but like very little flash, no, you know, not a whole lot of snap and pizzazz and all that Mm -hmm. shit that we, you know, I don't know, maybe we get uh, too used to expecting from UFC fighters. Uh, that's fair but what he does he i mean he does pretty fucking good and i think that uh you know being only 30 years old like he's a guy people should probably be keeping an eye on especially if he beats uriah yeah which i 100 percent think he can do <sighs> so i don't know i don't know
0: Saw so saw an instagram post man this cheyenne buys she's the one that that uh that Montserrat girl spit at, <laughs> you know. Remember we uh, kind of mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. So that Montserrat one got, I didn't. I didn't have the audio up, but she must, she gave sort of an unfiltered uh, presser on that whole situation.
1: Yeah, they were talking a lot of shit in that fight to each other.
0: Well, they're fucking flipping each other off. She spit at her. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was good. I like to see that.
0: I'm need to run that one back and watch it. That was interesting. That's that's pretty rowdy. Yeah. All in all, man, I think this will be. I think I think this card could be slightly more exciting than what you get on the face value because a lot of these people are still clawing to make a name or keep their name, you know? So that always makes for some exciting fights.
1: Yeah. They, they got that one dude fighting out of Uzbekistan. It was a I don't know if that's how you say his name. He's like, he's three and three as a pro. Um had a, had some decent wins in Bellator before coming to the UFC and he's lost his last two fights. But uh, I feel like that's kind of a weird weird uh, fighter to have on a main card. Yeah. You know, a guy who's at you a 500 Generally,
0: record. You generally don't even see somebody at three and three in the UFC.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. The guy's fighting is, you know, has like sixteen fucking fights too. Well, it's so. almost
0: like it's almost like somebody's just doing him or his fight camp a fucking favor. <laughs> you <know>? Maybe, yeah.
1: <laughs> like maybe those those guys out of that area, you know, they all get a little bit of favoritism because, uh, you know, Uzbekistani. You know, are you looking for the next Khabib type guy?
0: Yeah, that's fair, but I don't think you found him at three and three. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, and I think you have already found him with Islam. You know, Makachev.
0: I think I the think jury's still out on that, but that's fine think so yeah i think so oh i don't know man what do you think i think a lot of people are probably going to ignore this card as being anything special but i think there's some potential here at least to get some good good old-fashioned just rock them sock em fights you know
1: yeah i feel like this is a good matchup for for both Hall and Strickland, I, th- I think that this is a really good opportunity for and and kind of a, a pretty pivotal point in Uri Hall's career um, to really showcase that he's, you know, a top top tier middleweight um, worthy of, you know, like a number one contender fight or maybe even a shut up the title.
0: Because um,
1: yeah. he's fucking getting up there in age, man. He's like 37 or something, 36, 37.
0: I feel like he was fairly old. On Tough, what comparatively to what you would normally see, right? Wasn't he one of the older heads on the on the show when he was there?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah,
1: I think he was like 28 or something like that when he was competing on Tough. Like, so I I mean, mean, that's, that's isn't not that fucking old.
0: That's not ridiculous, but usually on Tough you see some some of the younger kids, you know, with a, yeah, with a few exceptions. Sure. But yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. Hopefully it uh. Hopefully it adds a layer of excitement. Oh, did you see Amanda Nunez had to pull from her car? So it's I did, yeah. I'm pretty zero. bummed about that. Yeah, I mean, well, her and her baby got COVID, though, so it's not like, you know, that's kind of unfortunate. Did they get that shit.
1: Delta variant? That's,
0: fuck, I have no idea. Going around? Who knows what the fuck you can pick up in Florida? Well,
1: they Florida's... didn't fucking shut down at all. They were fucking no. partying.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, for the most part, I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't know, dude, I don't, I'm not on here to talk about COVID, but it's sad when people's plans and athletes, you know, have their shit derailed because of, yep. you know, and and I wonder how many of them, I'm sure some of these fighters that got COVID like uh, Volkanovsky, man, I guess he had a really bad run of it. Like he actually yeah. had a lot of uh, really bad <laughs> symptoms. It seems like Hamza Chimaev is. And then a bunch of other people are just kind of like, yeah, man, I'm totally good. You know,
1: I feel like within the last couple of months, we've seen a lot of fighters getting pulled from cards um, because of COVID.
0: Yeah. But what's interesting though, is they don't, you know, they don't always say that they tested positive. They said COVID protocols. Yeah. So that, I mean, that either they were exposed by someone or one of their teammates or camp people, you know, broke some rules. They tend to kick that, you know, that fight down the road a little bit until they can negatively test everybody or whatever. But that's my point, is it's added all this whole new layer of fucking shenanigans, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. And it's and like, fucking up our fight cards.
0: Right. Well, then if you look at this card, you know, coming on Saturday, it's, it seems to me built to really highlight, again, people who are trying to make a name or keep their name. And what if your fucking ice bucket man goes and gets a donut? You know, like... <laughs> you know what i mean like i mean there's so much like her like this fucker in uh yaz island that was like crawling across hotel rooms or some shit yeah. you know what i mean like that ended obviously that was the actual fighter but i'm saying like one of your corner men can make that mistake and like cost you a lot dude sure yeah yep. that sucks man so i don't know man um uh i think that that fight with nunez and uh the Venezuelan vixen has to happen in my opinion so they'll just they'll just rebook that but sets the stage for a banger of a heavyweight title fight
1: yeah I just hope you know the COVID thing with Nunez that she doesn't get fucking lingering effects uh, from it because that would that would really suck she's uh, she's on a fucking tear right now dude she's on a
0: historic run no question asked and it would yeah it would definitely be a shame if some stupid thing like fuck that up for her you know
1: yeah because
0: it it does seem to be like a lot of people do the people that actually get sick from the shit (laughs) do seem to have some lasting respiratory stuff (coughs) just seems like the you know there aren't as many people that are getting the full-on symptoms and shit you know
1: yeah but they bumped Jose Aldo up to the co-main oh did they yeah, Jose and Pedro Munoz are uh, going to be the co-main event for. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah. So they just said. Yeah. That, so when they announced it, they just said it. They didn't mention the any co-main events or whatever. They just mentioned um, one title fight because you know obviously with Amanda it should have been two, but. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder if they'll give her, her own card main event.
1: I think she fucking deserves it, right? I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll always pay to see Amanda fight. Yeah,
0: I like watching her fight. I mean this is an no old bullshit scrapper man in my opinion I kind of dig it
1: yeah it was interesting with 265 too, Is right now I don't know if they've announced like if they're going to bump up a, a fight from the prelim card up to uh, the main card because right now there's you know on Wikipedia there's only four fights on the main card which is mm. obviously one less than usual
0: yeah I think they always run five so yeah somebody, somebody get moved up
1: yeah and there's some good fights on the Prelim card some that was
0: names yeah, so that wasn't this weekend it was next weekend right it was, it was gonna do
1: yeah it's August seventh
0: yeah damn I wonder when though I wonder how long it'll take to rebook they usually i mean obviously well, it just depends on our respiratory health I bet yeah, the thing is like so I know a lot of people from sort of the Latin America region you know. Anywhere in South America, um, tend to be affected by it worse. So
1: because they live in the fucking slums and they don't have uh, no, I don't, to th- healthcare.
0: no I, I don't think that has anything to do with it. A lot of people are saying it's their blood type, and um, A positive is a, a popular blood type in that region for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know how that works, but um, that's kind of some stuff that I picked up kind of along the way. Of kind of researching this stuff and or people talking, you know, talking to people at the fucking VA medical clinic and shit.
1: On well, A positives mm-hmm. are, are more susceptible to yeah, yeah, getting COVID. Mm-hmm. What about A negative? Because that's what I am.
0: Oh, no, I don't know. No, I think A pause, and uh, there was one or two others where anyone. Obviously, anyone can get it. I'm just saying, like certain blood types tend to be disproportionately affected by it. Yeah. And, and in Latin America A positive tends to be one of those type of it seems to be a popular blood type. So I don't know. Could be could just be another chunk of misinformation, you know, who knows? Nobody knows anything about any of this shit anyways. Well,
1: according to WebMD, uh which is never wrong, blood type doesn't affect your covid risk. Although not your, there's not a-
0: your risk, it's supposed to be like I said, anyone can get it. Your risk is your risk. It's how your body responds to the actual thing, like the actual Uh, COVID itself.
1: And then there's something on hematology.org that says there's a possible link between blood type and COVID-19, which substantiates what you just said.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, dude, I may be negative, pretty rare blood type. And when I got vaxxed, I rolled right through it, no problem.
1: Yeah, man, you've got got the money blood type, (laughs) one of them. That's a very that's a special blood type that that, that one and what like O O negative or something? I
0: don't remember. My, I know that I can't get blood from anyone but AB negative. Like I can't take out yeah. any of that shit. Like you know, like
1: but you can donate to like A positive, A negative. I think probably, those guys could take your blood, right?
0: Yeah, probably. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know I
1: why do the that. fuck are we talking. I'm not a fucking doctor. I don't know shit about blood. <laughs> Aside from Who knows? The fact that I don't like I don't like losing it. <laughs> I don't, well,
0: I I also don't like seeing people fuck <laughs> have to postpone fights because of weird stupid shit yeah um but you can't i don't know dude you can't obviously there's people making decisions for them but you can't knock an athlete man when they're not healthy especially at that level mentally or physically i just you know it's it it just isn't right you know
1: yeah you know what they should do man they should give fucking misha they should make an interim title fight for 265 put misha in there with with pena and then the winner
0: uh i I saw some people mention sliding Misha Tate in there.
1: Fuck it, man. Why not? You've already got an interim heavyweight title fight on there. Throw a fucking
0: Yeah, I white one. I wonder will they I th- I think the, I think they're gonna target Misha and uh Holly personally.
1: Yeah, you're probably right.
0: I think and I think that's a great, great fight for them to make personally. Um I think it answers a lot of questions about Holly. I think it definitely answers a lot of questions about Misha. Um, And they're both, you know, insanely popular at the moment. So why not?
1: Yeah, that's probably the perfect fight to make for both those ladies.
0: But uh, yeah, Misha said she didn't want to fight until like around November or something like that. So clearly yeah. she's trying to plan more. You know, Misha, well, I, I, don't, think, I don't think Misha's ever been the call me and I'll fight type of.
1: Type yeah. Of and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Misha coached Juliana on, on her season of the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, so I don't know if they're like super close friends or something like that. But they seem to have a good relationship on the show.
0: Totally a reasonable assumption. Cause I, I think yeah. you're actually accurate there. Probably did. Yeah. Actually, I think I think yeah. you're right. I think you're totally right. So yeah, I don't know, man. I mean at the end of the day they're fighters, so if it has to happen, it would have to happen, but Yep. We'll see. What uh what's going on in Bellator, man?
1: Bellator 263 is this weekend. Um you know the most notable fight is obviously the main event. Uh, the the double the the champ champ Patricio Pitbull is uh attempting to defend uh, I believe his featherweight title against the undefeated um 17 and 0 AJ McKee. Um so those two had a press conference today. Um and they're they were talking some mad shit to each other. Um uh, Pitbull was talking about how he was going to, you know, beat AJ's ass in front of his dad. You know, for people who don't know, AJ McKee is the son of Antonio McKee, who is a, or he's a retired fighter. Um, but he had, I don't know, he'd I think been undefeated or had only one loss in like thirty something fights. Like pretty popular, I think, in MFC, which was a Canadian organization, was a champion there. Came to the UFC, I think, fought once or twice and lost but uh yeah pitbull was talking some shit you're gonna get your ass beat in front of your dad and then aj mckee fired back he's like no i'm gonna beat your fucking ass in front of your your wife and kid and pitbull kind of lost his fucking cool and ended up like kicking a chair at at aj um which Mm. made me think of that press conference at ufc 40 when when ken shamrock and tito fought for the first time and ken shamrock kicked that fucking chair in the air and dana White caught it you remember seeing that yeah, dude. Like Ken Shamrock Ken Shamrock said he was going to beat Tito into the living death and then Tito laughed and Ken freaked out, kicked a chair and <laughs> Dana White before he was on fucking TRT and all yoked up <laughs> just looking like a goofy bastard uh, <laughs> caught the chair and just looked fucking scared to death. It's pretty funny. But... Is Dana White on well, steroids? Dude, if you look at like when he came into, when he bought the UFC, he was this skinny dude with this like bald walter white fucking haircut you know i mean he had like hair on the sides and nothing on the top he yeah but then all he, fucked then he up
0: teeth but then he boxed he trained to box tito and got in shape
1: no dude dana's on fucking juice man dana's fucking juice have you seen how big his arms are as big as my fucking torso dude. he is pretty he's, jacked. Fucking, he's fucking jacked.
0: he is actually pretty jacked
1: <laughs> you can't be a fucking fight promoter and not look like a fucking superhero and Dana White looks like fucking Thor.
0: You're a Scott Coker guy. What the fuck are you talking about? He doesn't look like what a superhero. I mean? He looks like a fucking piece of man.
1: <laughs> Scott Coker back in the day was uh was a pretty pretty good kickboxer. Was he? Yeah. Yeah back in like the eighties.
0: He yeah. looks like a fucking chubby DoorDash man. Just
1: yeah saying. he does look like a guy who would bring you some fucking McDonald's at two AM <laughs> Thanks for the five dollar tip, sir. Right. <laughs> okay. Oh, my McDonald's is cold. Give me that money back. Right. It took you forty minutes to bring me a fucking Big Mac and some chicken nuggets. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay, but if you're the UFC, you're the premier fight organization in the world. You can't have a promoter that looks like um, a beanpole or you know a guy like Scott Coker.
0: Well, you can good. have a you can have a goofy ass matchmaker. What was the guy before? <laughs> I don't even know the dude's name now, but the guy before was a fucking goofy looking fucker.
1: Oh yeah. Well, it was not Sean Shelby. Uh, Sean, Shelby was it Sean,
0: Shel- Sean Shelby's the guy. Now I forget the other guy. He had a, he had yeah, a a little short, short guy. Like he had, yeah. He had like a Portuguese last name. I feel like or Brazilian last name, but
1: that guy has a f- like fighters that I, may, I, I forget who it was, but they were like, that guy used to be fucking ruthless. Yeah. That old, that old matchmaker. God damn. What was his fucking name? I got.
0: I, don't, I have no. I don't even remember. Joe Silva. That's who it was. Joe Silva. Okay. Yeah. He's a goofy looking fuck, and he's like three feet shorter than most of the fighters. So when he would stand yeah. up there on stage, it's like he wasn't even there. It's like somebody Eddie brought Alvarez. their. Yeah. Somebody brought their little brother <laughs> to the fight.
1: He's like a little, little, little munchkin. Um, <laughs> Eddie Alvarez was was talking how harsh Joe Silva could be. Like if you if you refused to fight, like he would he would try and fuck you, big time.
0: Huh. interesting
1: maybe he had uh, Napoleon Syndrome
0: I mean it's entirely possible I guess Yeah,
1: you remember seeing guys in the fucking Marine Corps like little short fuckers you know you'd yeah, they'd... make fun of their height and they'd freak the fuck out
0: yeah <laughs> yes they were the yeah, worst
1: and, and the fucking little drill instructors the, those guys they were the meanest ones
0: uh, the women were the meanest but the little, little okay. short men were awful yeah, they were pretty tough.
1: I never encountered a female drill instructor.
0: You, you're Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You are that far west, aren't you?
1: Well, I'm fucking east of the Mississippi, but I still went to why MCRD. I don't know. That's the way Wisconsin works.
0: You guys are fucking special. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I don't know. Yeah, because well, it was every everybody west of the Mississippi. I thought went to MCRD, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, dude. uh, I tell you right now, on Paris Island. Well, women are training in Hollywood now, but Paris Island, man, fucking. Um, you fuck up and wind up around a female drill instructor, dude. Dude, it's hell to pay, dude. They're so mean. So so mean.
1: That might have turned me on, though. So I would have been like, please more, ma'am. I, (laughs) ma'am.
0: I don't know about all that, but sure. (laughs) Oh boy. So bellator's on friday
1: uh that is on uh when the fuck is it yeah i think it's friday july 30th
0: is it on show sports or whatever do you know that's tomorrow uh
1: yeah i believe so showtime
0: yeah they don't they like don't do pay-per-view anymore
1: no i think they tried it like one fucking time and i'm guessing it didn't go too well bellator's not made for pay-per-view you know it's just buy it yeah, I forget. I, I feel like it was like a, like maybe one of those big mixed events. They had some kickboxing down there. I can't remember.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, get this. So somebody was talking shit to some fucking caged movie tie fighter. And then Dan Hardy slid in and like actually said, Hey, I'll fight you. Like for real, with all due respect, like in a caged movie tie fight.
1: Yeah, it was John Wayne Parr. It was Dan Hardy and John Wayne Parr.
0: Okay, that's awesome. And like, I would look forward to watching that.
1: I think John Wayne Parr would probably fuck up Dan Hardy.
0: That's fair. In,
1: In cage Muay Thai.
0: I don't know much about him, but I just think it would be awesome to see. Like, can we normalize cage Muay Thai like in the States a little bit more?
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. As long as the guys don't come in wearing the fucking arm bands in the and in the little Tong Po bandanas. Like, no oh, one dude, knows anything about it. Well, they yeah, need I to so. educate
0: the U.S. That's all part of their tradition, bro. Dude,
1: they just want to see these guys get in the fucking cage and just fucking fight. <laughs> they don't want to see them dance around the fucking, <laughs> in the octagon doing their little dip spin their, moves.
0: Dip their fucking hands in gl- shattered glass and shit. I get it.
1: Yeah, that's I mean, that I mean. might, you know, maybe that'll be the next evolution of Bare Knuckle FC glass knuckle fc
0: oh did you watch any of that by the, by the way the no. PKFC that just happened
1: no i, I did saw the,
0: i just saw the highlights it looked like was Ostevich. that the
1: one page van zant yeah. looked out? like rich lost
0: totally worked her over like she had a fucking nasty overhand right going for her and just just was clocking her
1: Paige lost again
0: <laughs> yeah dude yeah i don't think i don't think Paige. um She's had a couple of good ones, but I don't think Paige has ever really been as you know, she, I think she got overhyped.
1: Well, she had the looks going for her, right? You know, that's, she had sex appeal.
0: That's my point. Yeah. And I feel like that's why they put that fight on as well. Well, Van Zant did beat Osevich in the in the UFC though.
1: Oh, did she? Yeah. Oh yeah, she tapped her out with an arm bar. that's funny how that works
0: oh and then so i was scrolling through the interwebs and didn't see it but came across some fucking crazy picture dude like artem lobov fought in some like legit kickboxer like peaky blinders underground fucking weird bare knuckle thing
1: when was this recent
0: yeah (laughs) and some dude stopped him in like the fourth round but it like dude the whole ambiance of this fight was like nuts like it was in a basement somewhere like for real like surrounded in sandbags like i don't even know who in, i don't know who the fuck he signed with or who he fought but
1: it was called mahach fc it was fucking in ukraine
0: like are you do you see the images at all it was nuts no it's like some serious, like made for it. will it, that whatever happened in there, whatever transpired inside that little sandbag arena, will wind up in a movie one day.
1: Dude, the guy he fought was a fifteen and zero professional boxer, a fucking w, WBO, uh lightweight champ who's uh-huh. defended his title like six times. Yeah, the fuck's Artem doing fighting a guy like that?
0: Oh, who knows? But he fought him in a basement in sandbags, <laughs> like.
1: And then, and then he retired.
0: The boxer Artem.
1: No, Artem, he he announces his retirement either yesterday or today.
0: Well, I don't I mean, I don't know that he's ever really had much going for him to be honest. He kind of caught the McGregor wave. I personally feel like
1: I mean, in Artem's defense, he looked fucking great on uh on Tough despite losing, you know, he lost the preliminary fight, but then he he came back as an alternate and ended up making it to the finale, which he lost to Ryan Hall. Um but on the Ultimate Fighter, man, he he put everyone away. He put he put Julian Arosa away, who's quickly gaining uh, some yeah. serious momentum in the UFC. He looked wow. good on Tough
0: Lobov dropped quite a few fights in the UFC though, didn't
1: he? Yeah, I mean, by the time he left, he was uh, he had he had a losing record. I don't yeah. know, what, you know, what it was. It was like twelve and fifteen or twelve and fourteen.
0: He looked good in that uh, in the bare knuckle fight he did with polly Malignaggi or whatever. Yeah, Post-Mayweather post fucking, post, post Mayweather fucking um, McGregor boxing or whatever that was. You, sh-
1: you should have put Artem in uh, against Jake Paul instead of Askren.
0: That would have been nice. That, that,
1: that would have actually yeah, been would, cool. I mean, Artem would have been way undersized, but yeah, probably would have been a lot more competitive.
0: Uh, I don't know when it is. Do you know what else is coming up? Uh, Oscar de la Hoya and Vitor Belfort pro boxing match.
1: Oscar De La Hoya is going to fight again?
0: He's going to fight Vitor Belfort, yeah. <laughs> signed, sealed and delivered, uh, bro. It's I
1: happening. don't know if that's a good idea, man. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. It's because Vitor, like Vitor... Uh, I'm sure Belfort's back on drugs. Well, dude, We know that I De La, La Hoya is on...
0: We know De La Hoya is on all kinds of crazy drugs. Uh, yeah, who he's, knows He's, what? Fucking, he's like...
1: De La Hoya is on coke and he loves women's lingerie. <laughs> Wearing it. Oh, Really? Oh, yeah, there's photos of of Oscar uh, online wearing ladies' lingerie all coked out of his mind. That's fucking weird. But after Vitor left the UFC, I thought he signed with, like, one FC, and then he posted pictures on Instagram or Facebook or something like that, and he was was back to, like, TRT Vitor just fucking yoked.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, also with this, though, is people forget that Vitor Belfort, I think, at one time, was an aspiring professional boxer. If not, he may even have a professional boxing record, like – I know he's old as shit now, but so is Oscar. But he's he's legitimately one a pure, you know, at one time was a solid, solid boxer.
1: So yeah, I think he has I think he has one or two professional fights. Boxing fights, that is. Yeah, I mean Vitor's 44, De La Hoya's forty-eight. Um, I feel like there's a huge size discrepancy between those two, though.
0: Well, these made for TV boxing exhibition fights or pro boxing, you know. Super fights or whatever the fuck they're calling them. They're not really even paying attention to size.
1: Is it—is it, is it uh, an exhibition or is it?
0: No, I don't know. I don't know, actually. I mean, they I'm sure they both could have secured a professional boxing license, so I don't see why I wouldn't be pro. Um, it looks like Anderson Silva and uh, um, Logan Paul are going to do a professional fight.
1: Yeah, I don't get like oh, Logan Paul's fucking 0 and 2 man. He lost a her own three or something like that what the why I just I
0: don't know dude it's it's money I think it's all just a big cash grab
1: yeah but like what's the appeal of like putting Logan Paul in there like
0: for me it's less of the appeal of fucking 50 year old Chuck Liddell and 48 year old Tito Ortiz for a third time or whatever the fuck they were
1: I heard Chuck talking about coming out and fighting somebody
0: you better not I love him but if he fights again I will not watch it
1: I forget who it was. Like he called somebody out, I think.
0: in, a, in what style of fighting? Like boxing or MMA or what? I don't know. I don't know. Dude. I think, um, I think the idea of getting money, big money, you know, is appealing to a lot of people.
1: Uh, Chuck, Chuck was talking about doing a bare knuckle fight. If they're interested, come and talk to me. This is on uh, July
0: 27th. Oh, like, doing bkfc
1: yeah Oof. yeah yeah man i don't i don't know about that dude
0: <laughs> i'm not into that dude i
1: wouldn't want you know to that's this, just it. a testament so like like if you got a fucking chuck liddell like a, an, an mma legend you know like a guy who brought the ufc to like mainstream audiences yeah. like he was arguably he, saw... he was
0: he was arguably considered the first million millionaire ufc fighter
1: not necessarily in one
0: event but he he accumulated millions where many of the many of the fighters hadn't or couldn't up to that point
1: like i hope it's not a money issue like if he's doing it because he wants to compete like that's one thing but like if he's doing it because he needs the fucking money like that's (laughs) that's a bad fucking sign for
0: yeah i don't think it's a money thing dude i think some of these old old heads just can't let it go I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if I wouldn't I honestly wouldn't be surprised if um we see like fucking the Shamrocks come out of the woodwork here soon too. You know, like I don't know, dude.
1: If we saw one of them come back, it'd be Ken. I don't think I think Frank's pretty fucking smart and dude, uh, I haven't
0: heard fucking nary a single thing from Frank Shamrock in who knows how long.
1: He's fucking hilarious. He did this interview with this uh comedian who has this like fake personality called henato laranja and he he pretends to be like a brazilian (laughs) jiu-jitsu like black belt and uh he did an interview with frank and it was fucking hilarious like frank is a funny guy not to mention like one of my all-time favorite fighters
0: yeah i wonder if they talk you think they talk i wonder if they talk
1: who frank and
0: ken yeah didn't they hate each other for the longest time
1: I think I think there was something that came out a couple years ago that they had kind of like rekindled their relationship. But yeah, there was some tension between the two for for quite a while. I that, don't know. They were talking
0: about. about really trying hard to get them to fight each other.
1: Yeah, I remember that. that I think it was Le- it was
0: Elite XC though, wasn't it? That was going to get it done. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Yep. You know who I'd like to see yeah. come out?
0: I'd like to see fucking Boss Root come back one more time in like a BKFC fight or something.
1: Something. I, like, I think he. Can, I think boss can barely walk man his knees are so fucked up
0: oh i bet dude he he came back for that one mma fight and he fucking leg kicked a guy and made him quit
1: yeah warpath ruben yeah. Villarreal. look so <laughs> he wore he wore a fucking wrestling uh singlet in yeah. the cage when right fought. fucking badass he had fucking like war paint <laughs> on, on his face boss still i, I mean awesome.
0: obviously that was low level mixed martial arts but boss still looked great like look, i love boss rootin I just love him. I just think he's awesome.
1: That was actually a really good fight card. That was a WFA World Fighting Alliance, and yeah, uh, like Ramp Rampage fought uh, I think Matt Lindland on that card. Yeah, like there there's some big names on that. Yeah, there sure that was. Event.
0: I don't know, man. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Well,
1: what's going on with all this Connor shit? Connor and Khabib. Connor deleted a tweet or something like that, talking about.
0: Uh, I mentioned it being he, good. And, well, but, so yeah, Khabib said, "Good always defeats evil." After uh, Poirier beat McGregor and he said, Your father is good. So, COVID, or he said, Something somehow he spun it to say COVID and Khabib's dad, right? Because I think like it's like COVID's I think,
1: good and Khabib's well, I think, dad is evil.
0: Well, yeah, I, no, I don't know. I think Khabib's dad died of COVID complications. So, um, yeah, he did. Yeah, so he somehow spun that. Like, like your dad. Died and was defeated by COVID. So, COVID is good. You know, like he, that's how he oh. said it. So, pretty shitty.
1: Yeah, pretty man. Shitty thing, is, he this, is he losing his mind?
0: I don't know, dude. Counters uh, he going crazy. Kind of not digging it, you know, is at he, all.
1: I feel like this is, um, do you remember when Britney, Britney Spears had, had that like public meltdown?
0: She, I think she's still in that public. Well,
1: No, yeah, that's a fucked up situation.
0: Yeah, I don't know. But, but you,
1: uh, I feel like counter's kind of losing his shit
0: yeah so it, they've they've been relevant too because so like chris weidman has to have another surgery on his leg because that yes. like took his cast off and was out playing golf and now you got mcgregor out running around with no cast on already it's 17 days post-op although i'm sure that their orthopedic surgeons are not the same um yeah it was interesting one day he's hammering away at fucking proper 12 with justin bieber and then they start posting pictures of him with his cast off. Meanwhile, tiger woods mm-hmm. who had a catastrophic injury, much like these two um, can barely even put weight on his leg. So it's like, well, how does all this work? You know?
1: Yeah. I don't know. That's not good for Weidman though. That really no, sucks.
0: I don't know. that. I don't know that Weidman comes back, man. I think, I think his career is over. Um, unfortunately. Cause I, 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 yeah. I did like, I did like him as a fighter. Uh, McGregor. I bet we see him twice. Post post ankle and then he's done McGregor uh, yeah
1: you think he'll come back for like one more Poirier fight and then
0: yeah I, maybe I mean, Tony
1: Ferguson or something uh, there's two fights
0: that I think they could easily make it be a Diaz and a Poirier for sure so maybe three at most but I don't think I just don't I don't understand, I don't see how he could do it man
1: I saw some talkings that uh, the UFC was looking potentially at a McGregor and Masvidal pay-per-view
0: That'd be fun. White. That would be a fun fight. I don't like Conor yeah. at Welterweight, but it would be a fun fun fight to watch for sure.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think I think that'd be a good fight. I'd be interested in seeing that.
0: Yeah. I'd, I mean, of course I'd watch it, but I don't know, dude. Uh, I think McGregor's at a stage now where he's losing fights, so he's going to do anything to keep his name out there, and that's sad, you know? <sighs> because he i admired how much shit he used to talk and then he would either win or lose but he would do both you know with grace and now he's yeah turned into such a f- kind of a fuckhead you know <laughs> so you know what i mean like it's not yeah just, no, it, I hear it, pisses, you. it pisses me off more because i like him so fucking much you know or, yeah you know, yeah like i just appreciated a man coming from nothing you know and building that and you and and always making it seem like loyalty was important, respect was important, and then he's he's got the loyalty thing down probably too much. And now the respect thing seems to be gone. So that's unfortunate.
1: Yeah, maybe it'll, uh, it'll change if, if there's definitive closure in the next Poirier fight. Like if, you know, Poirier comes on, just fucking starches him, you know, sleeps him. Maybe yeah, I'll McGregor's be like, okay.
0: never been like full-on slept right so that for what i know or what we've seen you know um
1: so yeah the second the second point if i was the closest right
0: right but he wasn't out but he was out. he
1: was more stunned yeah, yeah yeah
0: like maybe that's what he needs somebody just needs to go in there and fucking turn his lights off completely yeah you know? yeah i don't know yeah i don't know it's it's I don't know dude I want to like him or he needs
1: to come out and fucking smoke for you if
0: he comes out and starches Justin I mean I'm going to look back on this episode and be like what the fuck was I even talking about but yeah, yeah I, I, that doesn't mean I'm you know I'm I'll always want to watch him fight but I'm kind of off the whole fanboy McGregor train personally just based on the attitude
1: Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are I saw a lot of a lot of people on on Twitter uh, talking about how they were like you're dead to me.
0: Well, I mean, he's he's getting. You're uh, like I said. I think he's doing whatever he has to do to keep his name out there because he's losing fights, and that's sad. You know. Yeah. So.
1: But it looks especially worse when you're when you're losing fights, right? When you're still talking shit and saying all this fucked up stuff. Well, it just makes it.
0: Off. It just makes it way more obvious. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, whether it's, uh, it's uh, true, connor or, you know, just trying to keep his name out there. I mean, it's like fuck all that, man. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, that's i'm not an mma fan for all the fucking trash talking you know like save that shit for the fake ass wwe or whatever because like, i'm not with all that stuff you know like i don't i don't like all that good little good little healthy back banter about skills and all that stuff is fine but when they start shitting on each other's families and all that stuff it's kind of stupid
1: sure yeah so yeah, yeah.
0: i don't know there's lots to look forward to this weekend though that's for sure so we got definitely got the yeah. UFC or Bellator on Friday, UFC on Saturday is probably haven't seen much from one lately, like at all. I'm gonna to have to go in search of a schedule for them.
1: Dude, there's something about them circulating in the news uh, a day or two ago. Um, oh, they were they were adopting, uh, I think like Pride rules in the U.S. Really. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if it was full on pride rules like soccer kicks, um soccer kicks and stomps foot stomps. Or, yeah, but they, they were they were doing um like a, some some type of modified rule rule change to a, a US event.
0: Knees to the top of the head. I mean you could do some crazy shit Maybe. in Pride. Wow. Yeah. See, that's interesting though, because there's the unified rules of mixed martial arts in the US, you know. And do you remember when Pride came to the US for the first time? They weren't allowed to fight under Pride Rules.
1: No, they had to, fight, they, had to fight. they
0: had to change the rules. Yeah. So that's interesting.
1: Yeah, there's there's something uh, uh fuck, where was it? I don't know. If I find it, I'll send it to you. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought that they're gonna have an event pretty soon. Hey, I'd do like you think, to see them gain think, more traction.
0: Do you think MMA ever makes it to like the Olympics? Like considering considering, you know, pancration was, you know, like one of the first Olympic sports, and it's basically mixed martial arts. I wonder, like, but I want—I mean, like, how could you even do that? MMA fights are so brutal.
1: Well, it's like you're not fucking making any money in the Olympics, anyways. It's like they're not paying you. Why the fuck would you do that? Just go pro. That's fair, right?
0: Yeah, that's totally fair. I wonder if there's like a version of it. You know how like you know because like boxers do that. Boxers have some, there's boxers that have a f- far lengthier amateur career than they do. Yeah. Floyd Joker. had a shit ton of amateur fights. He had a lot, dude. Like I wonder yeah. what is, what can you pull his amateur record up? Floyd's amateur record, I think was as lengthy as his pro.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fucked in. He had 84 wins and eight losses in the, as an amateur.
0: Oh, I didn't see. I didn't realize he lost that much. Eighty-four and eight,
1: yeah, yeah. Eighty-four and eight is an amateur. <laughs> that's like
0: that's more than that's that's more than double his pro career. That's insane.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's a fucking bronze medalist.
0: Yeah, I remember. I, that's right. I remember he, he would have had to have lost if he was a bronze medalist. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Those guys bang too, man. I mean, those are some pretty intense fights. I mean, they have headgear on and shit, but.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, Olympic boxing's pretty entertaining
0: um uh, speaking of which i haven't seen any yet i don't i don't know if it started or they haven't given it any tv love or
1: all i saw was that that japanese uh half japanese half american uh, judoka won the gold medal beat the south korean dude with oh, the Ipan. Right. yeah pretty good pretty good scrap i'm Enjoying gonna have to go
0: yeah, i'm gonna have to go back and try to find some of that if, if you're not like like i haven't watched anything but olympic sports but if you don't catch them at the right time you're not gonna you're not necessarily gonna see the because you know how they'll say like swimming is on but during swimming they cut to the other sports for a little while so you can see some of the matches and shit so like if you're not paying attention or you don't put that channel on you may not catch it all yeah so yeah i don't know i love all those sports though man i saw i watched a lot of the olympic uh wrestling like qualifiers and trials and stuff
1: the boxing's going on right now there's uh yeah there's a women's welterweight uh fight tomorrow uh there's a men's welterweight fight tomorrow yeah there's some fights today
0: good i'll pop it on see if i can catch anything I wonder if they could. I don't know, dude. Because like in amateur kickboxing and amateur mixed martial arts, they wear shin pads and headgear. Yeah, I mean it's possible. It's possible they could do some kind of MMA tournament.
1: I'd um, probably, I probably, I probably think you'd see kickboxing before you'd see MMA. I feel.
0: Well, yeah, kickboxing. Kickboxing very well may have been in the Olympics at one point. Uh, maybe not, but <clears throat> they've had a long tradition of amateur kickboxing, like in the U.S. too. So. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure plenty of other plays. Yeah, I guess you're right.
1: Like Chuck Norris is a world combat. League. remember that shit? They wore fucking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Who were pants. Right. I don't know if that was. Pro, that might have been pro kickboxing. Actually,
0: they were pants. Yeah. Steven Thompson. Kick, they were, were wearing pants and kickboxing for a long time. Weren't they? In the States, at least. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 That's funny. Oh, fucking World Combat League, man. Where the fuck, What what happened to that? That was that was pretty entertaining. Some guys that, like Raymond Daniels fought in there. Stephen Thompson, I think, fought in uh,
0: World Combat League. How? Lo- I mean, how long did it last? I guess I wasn't. I probably uh, wasn't paying attention to.
1: Not too many years. I don't think. Maybe four years.
0: Three, four years. Hmm.
1: I don't know. I think for this weekend, I, th- I think Bellator 263, the main event there stands out as. as uh,
0: it seems to me like the only
1: one that's The really good fight you don't want to miss. Yeah. I think it would be really, really good.
0: Well, that McKee kid was calling shots at. Um, it was just a couple of folks in the UFC that he lost to that he wants to run back with at some point. So, I mean, he's. I hope he's not looking past it. but McKee he's hasn't definitely... lost
1: it. He's, he's undefeated.
0: No, I know. Oh, maybe it wasn't him. There's somebody in Bell. Maybe it wasn't McKee. There's somebody in Bellator that was throwing shots across the bow. You know, like saying say, maybe it wasn't McKee. Well, it couldn't have been McKee because he's never lost. But
1: was it one of got. the champs?
0: I don't know if he. Maybe he beat somebody but got tuned up and wants to run it back. I don't know, dude. I don't. I don't remember exactly what it was, but because some.
1: People was, was talking about wanting to come over to the UFC and, and do like a Bellator versus UFC thing, but they a lot of guys have been saying that for fucking years.
0: Yeah, maybe. No, it was somebody else fighting in Bellator uh, this weekend then.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. It's going to be a good weekend of fights. I'm excited for it. Might actually be yeah. able to like sit down and watch some of this without having to rush around and do shit. I think I got a pretty chill weekend coming, so.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the fuck was going on last weekend, but I totally missed. Uh, oh, was fu- I was getting fucking shit faced at the at the uh, a- our annual lake party. It's worth it. UFC <laughs> event. Yeah, I got, I got. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't drink a whole lot, and there's maybe like two times a year where I'll where I'll go go hard for a night, and that's one of the nights. Nice. I was pretty, I was pretty lit up by the evening. <laughs> That's a good nice sunset cruise on a, on a nice pontoon, you know? Oh really? On beautiful Lake Wisconsin. Yeah.
0: Should have pulled the fights up on your phone. You fucking loser.
1: Dude. I didn't have fucking cell service.
0: Oh, you're like out in the middle of nowhere, like kind of situation. No, I'm
1: not. See, that's, that's a fucked up thing. So like on, on the North side of the lake, I had no cell service and that's where my friend's cabin is. Hmm. But on the South side of the lake, I have full coverage. Yeah. made no sense. That's Google Fi for you. Google Fi, you guys need to get your shit squared away. Hey, do you think <laughs> real quick... Garbage, be, garbage.
0: Real quick before we shut this down, do you think we're going to see uh, Gaethje Chandler?
1: Um, well, I, I feel like there's um, enough back and forth banter between the two that... Um,
0: you, feel like they're, you feel like that was like a stage thing to try to make that fight happen?
1: I, I think it was Chandler... Uh, Making more out of something in order to get a high-profile fight because he, you know, he wants to get back to the title as soon as possible, and beating Gaethje is a way to do it.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I think we're going to see that. Yeah, I think we'll see that.
1: Yeah, man. As far as fights at 155, I mean, for me, that's kind of a dream matchup. I'd fucking love to see Michael mm-hmm. Chandler and Justin Gaethje square off. Yeah, that'd be a good one. And she uh, was talking about like being being ready for a fight or something like that. And I, I don't know if Chandler was offered to him or, uh, you know, I don't hmm. know really what's going on behind closed doors. But, yeah, I feel like that's definitely a fight that uh, could be made soon. Yeah. And maybe like, should be made. You know, <laughs> I'd like to see it. I mean, r- r- right now that division's kind of tied up. You know, you've got Poirier and and Oliveira fighting, and then after that, you've got Benil, who I don't think has a fight scheduled. No. and then you've got Gagey and Chandler. Hmm. Yeah, I should do that one. Or do Gagey and Benil, I don't know. Either either one of those two fights.
0: That'd be a burner, dude. Yeah. Gagey's been trying hard not to get sucked into those firefights, but Benil, there's no way. You know, that dude's just constant pressure. So I think yeah, Gaethje, man, he'll bring, he'll Gaethje would quickly go back to his old self. That's wishful thinking for now though. So all right, man. We'll yeah, you know, we'll, we'll do see. what we normally do and punch this thing out and then we'll catch up again next week.
1: Don't miss uh, Bellator two sixty
0: three. I almost always miss Bellator to be honest. I, I record <laughs> it. I I record it and go back and watch it later. Like the more On your
1: fucking TiVo, you have TiVo still? Oh dude, I
0: I've got, I have like Xfinity, so I can like watch the shit on demand or whatever. I don't have fucking TiVo. I need to get rid of all that shit, to be honest.
1: Yeah, man. I don't, I don't miss shit, and I have no cable.
0: Okay. What? Like, how do you, how do you do that?
1: You you have a, you have a, do you have a premium Spotify account? No. You pay for Spotify.
0: Mm -mm. No. What the fuck would I pay for Spotify?
1: do you do you like listening to music?
0: I mean, yeah, Ad free. My trucks come with a radio in it.
1: What do you have? Sirius? No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs>
0: I don't even pay for Pandora. Well, I, I listen to the ads.
1: <laughs> fuck that, man! I I, I paid to not listen to ads. I fucking hate ads. But uh, if you if you have Spotify Premium, you get Showtime. Fair enough. I don't know how that works out. Yeah. Well, I have so.
0: Xfinity, and it comes with Showtime.
1: Well, yeah but how much do you pay a month for fucking cable a lot yeah fuck that get rid of it yeah. get fucking spotify for five bucks a month and then yeah, you get xfinity,
0: showtime also xfinity internet it's garbage just putting that out there
1: shout out to tds local, uh, local internet provider here in the great state of wisconsin get some fucking one gigabyte fiber internet baby
0: i don't even know what that means
1: it means it's fast as shit, and I can download like a fucking four gigabyte video game in like four minutes. Is that a lot? <laughs> yeah, know. that's 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 a lot. Yeah. Oh, that's a, okay. That's I mean that's a decent sized game. It's I'm not, not a, it's not Call of Duty Warzone, which is like two hundred fucking gigabytes now, which is totally absurd. But that's for another podcast. If you want to listen to me rant about yeah. video game install sizes,
0: follow Robert on his fucking Twitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> twitch.tv slash our armored hero uh you could be my third follower
0: yeah well, I mean i I kind of feel like the pugilist kind of derailed your gaming ambitions but
1: and I just have uh you know to like you play play a video game and like part of me like wants to play and like entertain other people part of me is like no man like I just want to chill out and play this fucking game and not not have to fucking worry about who's watching me so you know it's it's a catch-22 mm. I'm, I'm torn but a lot of
0: people do good with it though man that's all i'm saying
1: if 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 you're enter- see i i don't think i'm that entertaining though you know
0: well i never thought anybody'd listen to the shit that i put out and we did okay
1: come on man you're you're a natural born podcaster i don't think so shut the fuck up
0: i mean i i just fell into it dude
1: you're doing great things
0: i dig it all right man, oh, man. let's it's jump dude. as fuck we're gonna all right we're gonna watch yeah, some fights like, this weekend and we're gonna fight. come back and we're gonna we're gonna talk about them that's what we do we went on some we went off the rails a couple times tonight but i'm totally cool with that so
1: that's all right yeah i think that's a good thing every now and then
0: yeah all right my man uh yeah i'm all excited right. i'm excited for another week of the pugilist and another week of fights me too okay all right man, I'll hit you up. We'll uh All right. we'll do it again.
1: Sounds good. Take care.